Welcome to Funkatopia WTF. WTF. And um, WTF. I am your host, Mr. Christopher. Welcome back, Mr. Jeff Page. Hello. I'm glad. I'm welcome to be back. Welcome to be back, Mr. Page. <laughs> Thank you, myself. Those of you on uh, on the app who can't see, I'm pointing to myself, welcoming myself, welcoming myself, speaking uh, another language, struggling. Yeah, man. I was, uh, you like my new shirt? Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like it. I like it. And uh, like yeah, my um, shirt. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's got the got the moose on it and everything. We um, um for those who are listening on the app, I am wearing a Jamiroquai shirt. Yeah. I my uh daughter and her friend were walking around the mall in Mall of Georgia, and I just happened to be walking around and and I was <laughs> didn't have anything to do. And I walked into Hot Topic and I was just looking at their shirts and I was like, holy <laughs> crap, there's a Jamiroquai shirt up there. What is Jamiroquai shirt doing in Hot Topic? <laughs> What are you doing in Hot Topic? That's I had nothing else to look at. What am I? I, I, I we're gonna walk around Macy's. I was, I was hanging out in the Victoria's Secrets. I just figured that there was nothing. Out for me to do. <laughs> I just walk around in circles in the mall and like keep on work, walking in circles and taking the the, the food samples. Like, I just go in. I, I sit down in Banana Republic and pretend I work there. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the free for all. We're going to be talking about anything and everything. We're going to be talking about news. Yes, we'll be talking about Shanae O'Connor. Yes, we're going to be talking about Pee Wee Herman. Yes, we're going to be talking about the Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway inauguration event that's going to be happening in Minneapolis next Monday. Actually, Tanhassen next Monday. Uh, a little bit of an issue there, com conflicting events that are happening, which we'll talk about that too. A um, little bit, you know, weirdness and whatnot. Um, Wow. Uh, happy birthday. Whose birthday is it? Oh, uh, Valicia. Vicky Vel Watkins. All right. Birthday. Happy well, birthday. happy birthday a few days ago. Right. <laughs> Belated. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Soul Fest, which happened in Stone Mountain this past weekend. And a couple of, uh, we're going to be talking about Lizzo. She ended up in the news. We're going to be talking about Cardi B. She ended up in the news. Uh, we got we got a lot of stuff coming up here. And we're going we're gonna to have a little bit of fun with all of it. And, uh, you know. Let's see what happens. But uh, how was your weekend? Oh, uh, my weekend was pretty good. Um, I, I I stay in the studio, um, you know, because as you know, I'm working on the the album release, and so uh, I've been really really focused on not going anywhere and just getting that stuff together so I can actually announce things officially with you guys and everywhere in the world. It, when is this official announcement happening? Is it is it happening right now as we speak? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be releasing an album this year. By the end of this year, a single is coming, a couple of what? singles, and an album. It's going to happen. All right, then. Okay. And now you've heard it here first. We did. We we have now officially hoid it. I can't uh, stall anymore now. <laughs> Not that I said it. <laughs> no, you can't. So there's that. Um, and I was looking over um, because you made a... And uh, I, I guess I didn't, I must not have created a slide for it, but apparently um, I had to have, there's no way that I did not create a slide for it. Hold on. I got to, I got to check something because you were speaking of that and there was something that got mentioned. Nope. I didn't create one for it. All right. Well, I will say that apparently Londell McMillan mm -hmm. on Twitter announced that there would be an announcement of new music, an announcement of an announcement, right? An announcement of new music coming out 
um, an announcement of, I don't know if the music's going to be released in August or if it's an announcement that's happening in August, but it was like, it, the, the tweet was, it's an announcement of new music that's happening in August for new music from Prince. I don't yeah, know. I, th I think it was that. I think it was an announcement that they're going to be announcing. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's nothing is surprising anymore. And uh, which, which, which is, which actually would be a really, really good segue into that topic with uh, Paisley Park right now. But, but we're going to wait just for a second because uh, I do want to see if I can pull this up and okay. pull up the tweet for everybody to see. So you guys don't think I'm crazy because I did actually screen capture it, but for some reason I didn't. Um, here it is right here. All right, let me let me share the screen right here. I'm going to share this tab so that you guys can see it so you know that I'm not lying. Uh, I mean, I probably am, but it's okay. All right, so here is uh, Londell talking about being on a trip. And then it says, if new music or that Netflix doc was released the way we found it, Prince would not be pleased. Announcement on new music coming in August. Mm. Now, <laughs> that, that, Wow. That sentence could be read two ways. If you take the announcement on off, it's new music coming in August. Right. Or it's, if you put it all together, announcement on new music coming in August. Yes. In <laughs> so, August, we'll let you know. That's like, you ever have that conversation with somebody where you both pretty much agree that you're going to do something. And then as you wrap it up, the other person says, yeah, man, so let me know. You're like, I just let you know. I just said Yes, I'm doing it. Why are you saying let me know? I'm letting you know. Londell or Charles, if you're in here, can you clarify? Sometimes they drop in the show. So is it an announcement of new music or is new music coming in, uh, coming in August and you're making an announcement about it? That's the announcement. Yeah, I hope that was the announcement. That'd be cool. <laughs> is it an announcement of an announcement or is it actually... See, I have to sit and like, whenever I type out something on Twitter, especially now that we've gotten to a certain size, I have to like, anytime I type something out, I have to like read it and then reread it and then assess whether or not people are going to be mad. <laughs> it's like, ugh. all right. Um, I don't know. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Any predictions on what the music is going to be? Revolution 86 ask. Uh, yeah, I, my, I, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, not at all. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, there has been, I mean, there has been ongoing talks about parade for a long time, a parade super deluxe set. There's also been talks about, um, I don't know. I did. I, I just, I really honestly don't have any idea what it is. However, however, I will say this. Uh, because I can actually do a share since I've actually got this up. Let's go ahead and pull this up real quick. Let me just close some of these unnecessary tabs and whatnot. Don't because one of the things that. I want to do, you know, sometimes when we have a little bit of a lag that happens in the middle of the show, I always wonder if it has to do with me because of the fact that, um, just because of the fact that it's, um, Mm. You know, I have so many tabs open. This is what I wanted to talk about right here. The vinyl reissue of Love, Sexy, and Come, available mm. on Black Vinyl. And I've already seen people on Twitter posting um, and Facebook posting pictures of uh, they've got the album come and it's got, it's there. Um, 
so I mean, there's all these that are on Black Final right now, but obviously you got these are the two primary ones that are on Bisher right now. So pretty awesome. Yeah. So I am. Uh, it's going to be good to actually have some new music because it's been it's been years now. I mean, since Welcome to America came out, but I kind of try to be a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, I don't try to get my expectations too high about what's coming because, and here's the other thing too. I don't want to be a spoiled brat about any of this stuff too, because we did also get 1999, the super deluxe set that had a bunch of unreleased tracks on it. You had side of the times, which had a bunch of unreleased tracks on it. So there was a lot of music, a lot of new music that we did get that were unreleased songs that we had never heard before. So I'm, you know, not trying to be negative Nancy, but you know, welcome to America was the last collection that we got of just unreleased music but the reason that they package it that way the reason why they package it with previously released albums and make super deluxe sets is mainly because of the fact that they're kind of banking on that nostalgia that you've had it before you want it again plus in order to kind of give you a little bit of push to purchase it again we're going to put these new new songs on it right plus there are plenty of of fans outside of the purple circle family that are that are still considered fans that oh man i haven't heard that in a long time i'm gonna buy that you know they they, they'll spend the money for for the songs they remember yeah lawrence just uh denoted that uh netflix just added under the cherry moon and so did hulu and mm. there was like three different services that posted randomly posted, I might add, under the cherry moon, which <laughs> may lead you to believe that that parade box set may be something that is a reality. They're maybe they're just trying to, you know, they're kind of starting a little bit of engine. They kind of doing a little bit of a a drip campaign, so to speak. I mm. don't know. Mm. I'm not trying to get anybody's hopes up or whatever, but there That'd was a, a lot of good. There's a lot of good music under the cherry moon. Yeah. There is a amazing version that I found years ago of like a four or five minute version of I wonder you. Mm. Um, and it is like, it, it's like incredible because I wonder you is like a really, really short song. Remember when we used to like make like compilation cassettes. Yes. And I would always have that little space at the end of the cassette and I didn't want it to be all blank space. So what I was, I would always throw I Wonder You in there. Something else really short to take up that space. I know I'm not alone. But um, yeah, so it could well be. But I haven't been able to find that I Wonder You version anymore. It was on it was on a computer. That computer died. I had a lot of stuff backed up. But then as the years go by, I was like, oh, yeah, what is yeah, what yeah. that? What happened to that? Oh, sh- no, what happened to that? Yeah, so... um. Yeah, it would be fantastic. It would be fantastic it to get. It would be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Under the Cherry Moon being boxed with it would be fantastic. So, and I think that may be part of it too, because obviously the problem that they had with the parade box set from where before, we're not, this is, we're not even going on script right now. We have a yeah, lot is- to talk about tonight <laughs> and we are talking about stuff that's not even on script. So um, one of the re- one of the issues that they had with Parade was the movie portion of it. Mm-hmm. 
so the movie portion of it was an issue because it had changed hands. I guess the the licensing of it had changed hands. The companies had changed hands like multiple times. Right. And there was like way too many hands in the pot and they were trying to clear all that up. And it was just a, a it was just a mess. Um, and that's one of the reasons why Under the Cherry Moon was pretty much widely available overseas from some French company, um, which makes sense. Uh, and for whatever reason, it just, it became a mess. But now, just like, just like Lauren said, it's, it's now on Netflix. It's on a couple of different um, platforms, which means hmm, maybe just maybe they may have worked through some of that stuff. I don't know. Well, you know, you never know, but we're ready for it. If they have, we'll be ready. Uh, Elena says went to all of the print spots on the, in the film. Yeah. There's, they did an excursion. She said, man, that's, I mean, that sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. Uh, I've I've never been outside of the United States other than, well, Mexico, uh, the Caribbean, Jamaica. There wasn't that Turkish prison once. No, I wasn't. I've never been over to Europe or or, um, Asia. I would love to do that, but I haven't got a chance to. It's just, I ain't rolling like that just yet, Uh, but that's okay. All right, let's talk about a couple of things here uh, that's on the script. And I know we kind of got you kind of got the wheels turning here, but sorry, um, they can't see the script. Yes. <laughs> they don't know. Nobody knows. So um there is as you know, I'm changing we're changing the radio station to be called Uptown Radio. Uh Patreon supporters um already have access to listen to it online not via the app but online via a browser it's it's kind of been going and one of the things i said was that was really happy with was that the capability to be able to port to shuffle the whole all the songs all 1000 plus songs hmm. and then play them in whatever order until i got all the way to the end and then reshuffle them and do it all over again well that's what it says <laughs> but i've been listening you know i listen to it and it's like i'm still it's got the same issue that's going on with with the Centova cast platform where it just seems like it's like taking like a handful of songs like the Exodus has begun and stuff like that and it's playing them it, it's playing them more than it should hmm. like I shouldn't hear the Exodus has begun and then the next day hear it again and then the next day hear it again even if there are other songs that are sprinkled in there I just it's like I've got over a thousand songs in there. I've got 1200 plus songs in there. Why are you doing this? You know, it's like so, go through the process. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is just shuffle the crap out of them and then throw them into a folder and just make it go down a thing instead of letting it just do it on its own. Now, are you sure it's not related to that, that option that you had where people can select their favorites and it starts acknowledging that people are picking things and it's messing with, you know, changing that? I don't know. I I just, you know, uh, luckily, you know, I've got a great guy that's working on the, uh, on the app and he's doing a lot of different things. We're trying to, we're trying to work in request, uh, put requests back into the app. We're trying to uh, work in shout outs, so just like little various things that we're trying to, to put back into the mix. Um, but then we also, it's tricky because then you have to turn it off. Like if we're doing Prince Miss or, 
in Prince Giving, where we're playing all of Prince's music in chronological order or in alphabetical order or whatever it is. Right. We don't want someone to be able to make a request and then screw it up, you know, and then it hits the system and then the system just randomly plays something out of order or whatever. So right. we're trying to make sure that we're, um, you know, we're, we're trying to make sure that all that is is worked out. You know, so anyways, turn off the requests and yeah, and there is a way to do that. But again, it's getting comfortable with the system enough to say, if I tell you to do that, are you doing it? Listen to are me, you yeah, to do it. <laughs> so that's the thing that that's kind of where we're at. Um, but uh, we we you will get uh, you will get the new app, the new updated app before the end of the year. So I, that will that will happen. But it's just. I think the third eye girl solved and figured out what's wrong. She said, because Prince is the DJ, he's trying to tell you something. <laughs> the exodus has begun. You know. Yeah. There you go. So, all right. Yeah, so, now we know. Yeah, that is. Um, all right. So this is really, really good news. Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. Yeah. And it is now showing up on the map systems, um, <laughs> which is really awesome. It's actually showing up. It's uh the one on the left is uh, courtesy of Audrey from Purple Genealogy. The one on the right is, I don't I remember what system that is. That may be Waves or whatever, the Dark View of Waves. Um, mm -hmm. thank, thanks to Darling Nisi, I stole their, their screen captures. So if you happen to go up there to Minneapolis for the event, uh, that's the inauguration and the whole shenanigans, we are... Um, it's really, really cool to see it actually on the maps. That is very, very, very cool. That is cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So thanks again to Audrey for sharing that on Purple Genealogy. I saw that. I said, I'm stealing it. I'm sure she'll be okay. Audrey, are you okay? I see you in here. Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, so that's very, very cool. So um, here's the, the, the thing, though. <laughs> Uh, Audrey says she's okay. We're good. So last week, uh, for those that tuned in, they we had Mark Webster, who was the gentleman who actually spearheaded this the whole renaming of the highway, everything that went on with the highway as far as getting you know getting it passed, you know, getting the the everything was pretty much Mark and his team. <clears throat> he did his thing. He did his thing. And initially, I guess what was transpired, and we even told you this last week, was that at 10 p.m., I'm sorry, 10 a.m. on the 7th, August 7th, which is next Monday, that they're going to be doing an event at Paisley Park. And um, so, but what, and it was going to be outside in the lawn, not in Paisley Park. Mm outside in the lawn because they wanted to kind of be an outdoor event and then have everybody kind of come down the, the golf cart path and then go over to uh, Lake Ann, which, you know, again, for those who have never been to Paisley park, you, you go out in front of Paisley park. There's a, a kind of a golf cart jogging path that kind of runs down and it goes down into the underneath the highway and then up at Lake Ann. And then we're going to do the unveiling of the, the sign and it's going to be a whole thing. Hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what's happening, but there is a conflict of things that are happening. Hmm. Um, because I guess the events, they're trying to move the event inside of Paisley Park. 
which may be a scenario where they don't want you to use your cell phones. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, but it, it'll but, change the dynamics. Um, here. <laughs> so, let me let me just be real, real clear. We are all about preserving and protecting and moving Prince's legacy forward. That's the that's the only reason why we we do so much talking about about Prince and and his legacy. Uh, but I'm sure there's some politics involved, but here's what I can tell you. If you are going to go down to Chanhassen on August 7th, man, I am trying to stay. I'm, I'm like, walk in the line, walk in the line. Uh, <laughs> Keep my balance. I wanna fall. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. (laughs) Don't want to get yelled at by anyone. Um, (laughs) Here's the thing. Mark has an event, and we said last week that it is was it going to be at 10 a.m. at Paisley Park and the lawn. That has changed. Now Mark is having the event at. And this is a release from him, 10 a.m. sign unveiling by MDOT along the path parallel to Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. And you can park there at Lake Ann at the Lake Ann parking lot. If you've been down there, you probably know where it's at. Just if you go to Lake Ann Park, um, you'll, you'll, you'll find it. And then they're going to be doing a celebration there at the Lake Ann Park Pavilion from 1030 to 2. Hmm. Um and Equity News Network is a sponsor on there. And then later on that night, same night, August 7th, 7 to 12, the official Prince Rogers Nelson Highway after party at the Crave Rooftop on Hennepin Avenue. And um, that's going to be um, all that. Mm-hmm. Crave's the sponsor of the after party. Um, but if you want any questions, if you have any questions about anything, what's whatever, whatever, Please direct it to Mark Webb, Mark Webster's Facebook Messenger, because he, he'll answer any questions that you might have about this. But here's one thing to note, as you may see on here at 10 o'clock, mm. he wants them to go to Lake Ann. This is mm. Mark Webster, the person that put all this together and made this road renaming happen. Um, so this is his thing, and this is where he's telling you to be at Lake Ann. And yes, that's where he wants you to go. This is not like a misprint. We want you to go to Lake Ann at 10. However, on both the Prince and the Paisley Park post, they have indicated that they want you to go, on both Prince and the Paisley Park Twitter accounts, they want you to go at 10 o'clock and to Paisley Park to hmm. celebrate to celebrate there. So I don't, there's, listen. Hmm. This this kind of this is this is uh, kind of a little bit of um right uh hmm. this is kind of, this is uh, you know this is I'm sure there's politics involved in everything I, I don't I don't know what's what um obviously you, you hopefully they'll let you use your phones in um in Paisley Park um because that would really affect the the virality of, of the event. You want people to come and you want people to use their phones and you want it to share it over the different social platforms. And if they bring people into Paisley park and they don't allow them to use their phones, 
Oof. Uh, yeah, especially on this, you're really shutting something say, down. Yeah, this is a really big event. This is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is really big in the Prince world. Um, and I assume that Paisley Park and the estate all want to be involved in this whole process. And I just, um, uh, so anyways, there, here, here's, here's all that I'll tell you. <laughs> here's all that I'll tell you. Mark Webster was on the show last week and, um, he's the one that put all this together. He's the one that he's the one that spearheaded the renaming of everything. And this is, you know, it's kind of his shindig. Uh, but we are talking about Prince and we are talking and, and Patsy Park was his home, his recording studio uh, right. film. And so that seems like the iconic place to go to it for, you know, to, cause those yeah. are, the, those are the official places, right? That's the, I mean, those, those are the official places, but this uh, is a rock and a hard place, man. This yeah, is, you're, you're, put, you're kind of in a really, really rock and a hard place. So he, here, here's what I would tell you. I would just say that, um, um, I would just say, I don't know what I would do, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you and I went, one of us would go there, one of us would go to Paisley Park, and one of us would go to Lake Ann. To make sure that we were covering both, right? I mean, because you, 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 there, I, I just don't honestly see where will what the what the right decision here, because I don't I don't, I don't know what the right decision is. Yeah, no, you know, it's that's a tough one. And, but I I would say this, <clears throat> just in in this scenario, because you you can't predict which direction to go with everything, but in this scenario, Mark Webb's, Webster's the one who's done all the work and the unveiling is going to be happening where Mark is. He did this. He created this. That's the event that I believe makes the most sense. Now I'm not saying their celebration, what they're trying to do doesn't make sense because <clears throat> it does make sense. And even the way they worded anything that's celebrating him, they're going to do it at their home, that kind of thing. However, the man that put this together and did all the work, I mean, that's kind of a punch in the stomach to not show up for something that he put all that effort into to not have a big show out. That's how I feel about it. So I honestly feel regardless of what Paisley Park's doing as much as I love the the whole place and everything that's going on there. I just don't think it makes sense to not show, show up, you know, at like, Ann. I mean, it just, it wouldn't make sense to me to not go there. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say I would have to, I would have to, cause that, I would think what's happening at Paisley Park is just kind of a celebration and an acknowledgement of the momentous occasion. Right. And of course, being there in the iconic place to kind of say, hey, yay, this happened. That would be pretty cool. And if you've never been, if you're going to Minneapolis and you've never been to Paisley Park um, and you've never seen it or whatever, maybe that is where you would be inclined to go. And I don't blame you because it's Paisley Park and it's free admission. So you get to walk into Paisley Park without paying uh, paying anything to walk in the doors. Yeah, it's a great uh, idea for them to do that. Sorry, go ahead. Right. But this unveiling is going to be happening where Mark is at Lake Ann. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm sure whatever they're happening with the celebration, the two things are going to merge at Lake Ann for that unveiling of the signage. And it, that's that's where it's at. So, so Sounds to me like you go to the Mark's thing, you, you get it all going, you get it out of your system, and you 
enjoy, celebrate, you show you much love, and everybody takes a walk over to Paisley Park. And if they're trying to lock the doors, we kick the doors in. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, Say, I'm, hey, yeah. we're here after the fact. It's the I'm, after party, you know? I'm waiting for my phone to start blowing up. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to happen, but this is a, this is a tough one. But <laughs> to be honest with you, it only makes sense to me. Like, how do you not respect what was done by the person who's doing it? That's just how I feel about it. If All right. So here's what I can tell you. We have, um, we have multiple people that are going to the event, not, not funk. There are Funkatopians that are going to the event. So what's cool is, um, is that I will be doing my best to go live at 10 o'clock, whatever that time zone is. Is that, that's central, right? Um, yeah. I can't remember. So yeah. One of those. So it'll be 11 o'clock Eastern standard time that I will go live and I'm going to be giving these people the stream yard link. So we're going to have, well, if there's somebody that's going to be over at the Paisley park event, we'll have them there. If, if Paisley Park allows them to use their phones. If they don't, then there's nothing to cover. There's nothing to cover. And there's nothing to, nothing to cover and there's nothing to show. Uh, mm. And we'll have people at Mark's event as well. Um, and I will let Mark know who's there as a result um, so that he can make sure they're front and center and getting good, good coverage. So we're going to do our best to try to cover the event, even though myself or Jeff Page will not be there, trying to make sure that we are um, – we're trying to make sure that you guys get to see it no matter where you are. And if you can't make it out like us. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get our eyes in the skies. Out yeah. There. yeah. It's uh, yeah. That's cats. Come what it is. All right. So uh, you said you didn't do anything this weekend. You were still, you stayed in, uh, you stayed there. Focusing, I stayed locked on, focusing on mastering. Is that, what we're, is that the phase you're at or are you still? Yeah, working? I've actually, um, it's actually completed um, as far as I, I feel very strong about it. It's it's lined up. It's sequenced. Everybody's happy. They all the records are talking to each other nicely. I'm working on artwork. Very cool. And uh, I'll also be releasing music videos or um, some lyric videos with it. So I'm just trying to get the sequence of uh, the visual stuff in place. So we're all right, cool. We're all there, awesome. we're all there man. Um, so I can even tell you what the theme of the record, the album is, if you're interested you guys want to hear the big announcement sure. or we can save it no no go ahead okay so the name of the album is called five stages and it's about it's it's my it's about the stages of grief loss and all the emotions that go along with it and uh i was driven by the loss of my dad for years back and my daughter more recently which a lot of people know about and it prompted me and i and I just had to do it. So this is dedicated to all the people. And of course, with the pandemic, all the people that have gone through and going through loss, this will help, hopefully, um, understand, go through, and at the end, feel better and stronger about it. So that's the concept of five stages. Well, very cool. I'm looking forward to it because how many songs are we talking about? Ten. All right. All right. I, originally, I had... <laughs> two albums worth that's <laughs> too much i said no nah, not doing that <laughs> yeah all right so so you're gonna start your own little vault <laughs> oh man i have a, i have a vault i have enough i could 
I, what did he say? I could stop now. I don't have to create any more music. This <laughs> no, that's not true. But uh, yeah, I've only put. Well, I actually have two albums for those who didn't know. Uh, but they're they're older. One is a rock album that I've not shared with anybody that uh, because I was in a uh, I've been in a few bands, uh, but one of them we actually put an album together um, and it was never released. And I can't remember what the reasoning for was. I mean, obviously the band broke up, but we, but there's a whole album and it's a really good album. I'll have to share that with everybody, mm. but it's a really, really good album. And I was, I'm the lead vocalist. And then um, I also did a instrumental album and there's like about 20 songs on the, in, on the instrumental album. And wow. it is uh it's really, really good. And it's that is actually on um Spotify. I'm not Spotify. It's actually on um uh I know the that other one. One. SoundCloud. That's the uh that's the one called wait. I know that one. Didn't you, you yeah, on, yeah, it's underwater and there's like yeah, with the tiger. Underwater. The yeah, with the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh yeah, that but if you look, if you go to SoundCloud, you search for Mr. Christopher, you'll find it. Um, uh, but I'll share it. I'll, I'll share it one time. I'll put it out there so that everybody can see it. But I'm, but that's, this is old stuff. This and the only reason why I'm saying this is to communicate with you that you've got a couple of musicians here who are they just, are. we just love this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, when the next album comes up, Mr. Christopher, you'll actually be on it. I'm, I've already decided what you're going to, how we're going to do it. We talked about it. So, you know, they'll, um, you know, if you guys are, if you're down with it, if you don't mind, um, maybe our Patreons, I do. I have created a full album experience on video with each record and chapters. Uh, maybe I can share that to our Patreon members if they want to hear the album ahead of time. I, it's already there's a video. It's a video basically, but it's just visual with the song titles. Nothing spectacular. I threw it together. But if you want to, this the you know the album experience is gone. Everything's about singles. So instead, I created a full video of the entire album. And it's just feel it front to back and you, you, you'll get a feel for really what's supposed to happen. So I'm willing to offer that to Patreon members. Yeah. I mean, let's, yeah, let's, let's put it together. Let's just do a release. I mean, I've got some really, really cool stuff that I'm going to share, but that would probably be a lot cooler. Yeah. Well, uh, this is just a sneak peek though. This isn't the release of the album, so it can't be shared. This is it's private for you guys until right. it's out. All right. We'll, 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 we'll figure out. Everybody loves the ideas. They've got an amazing concept. Oh, and, uh, thank you so much, Elena. Elena says, love the instrumental you plan. I think yeah. there's a few that are on the Funked Up app that are from my from my instrumental album that and I I put the instrumental album together because I wanted to, I was like, if I want to be in a band, I want to just create the music that I want to do. You know, that's kind yeah. of where I was at. And then I started to create it. And then once I created them, I was just like, I don't even know how to even begin to set melodies to some of this stuff I'm writing. <laughs> I'm going to leave it instrumental because it's <laughs> some of the stuff is like way too intricate. I mean, it's just like, uh, yeah, I have a lot uh, of yeah. those. She wants to hear it ahead of time. So let's, let's, uh, yeah, everybody, everybody agrees. It would be an awesome idea. So, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. There you go. That I didn't be expect wonderful. to be talking about yeah. this today. Yeah. There you go. We need more music to help us deal with grief. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is one of these tough times, man, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Mental health is a thing. And it's been really, it's been really, really tough 
for a lot of people. So um, I, I know I, I can literally, I'm not going to call people out by names, but I can go down a list of people that are in the room right now right. that seem to just can't catch a break. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's, and uh, we know for a fact that if all these people in this room are going that, just imagine all the people who aren't even here, but listening on, on, on the app. You know, they're driving their cars, whoever they are going, oh, Lord, I need this. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. All right, let's get back on track, I guess. Uh, very cool, though. We're adding content as we go. This is on-the-fly <laughs> content, on demand, even though nobody demanded it. Nobody demanded it. <laughs> well, one person demanded it. Heidi did. The top of my head is being cut off here. That's, that's all right. It's okay. My hair is a mess anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um. So what I did this weekend, I did, wasn't in the studio. I would have loved to have been in the studio. There's, you know, with so many times I sit and I listen to music and I go, man, I need you to be creating music right now. I need to get back behind here and just, just start writing. I just got the bass guitar over there. I got keyboards. I've got, I've got the drum machine. I was like, there's no reason why I shouldn't be sitting. It's just like my life is just like, it's like, what the fudge, man? Holy cow. It's like, you don't have time to sit down. I wish this was what I was doing for, for a living. I, we would, it, it would be so amazing and entertaining for us to be able to just dedicate our time to just creating and being with you guys. That would just be. Yeah, that would, that'd be it. That is Nirvana. That is my Nirvana right there for sure. That is the it. Yeah, so That's one of the things with inspiration, uh, inspiration is obviously going to see live concerts. I've been, I've been just trying to go out as much as possible. And this weekend, Stone Mountain had a Soul Fest that was happening. Um, I know that uh, there were people that went to went every single night to it, which was which was kind of crazy. But uh, Thursday night they had the Stylistics. Um, Friday wow. night they had Friday night they had Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Um, and then they had Saturday night, they had the Daz band and, uh, which I would have loved to sing the Daz mm, band. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what was going on Saturday. There was something happening Saturday that I couldn't make it. It was just, Oh, there was a, a, a private party that I got invited to. And it was just a bunch of old people sitting in a circle talking, uh, that was just like, I can't leave. Uh, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get out and socialize anyway, so it's fine. I, I can't go anywhere. Should I? Can I? Can I vomit on cue? I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I'm just. Uh. I know teenagers do that all the time. Uh. This doesn't bother me. I'm. Uh. I better go. No, uh. oh, you can't. Uh. No, just. Uh. Anyways, uh, and then Sunday night, I did actually manage to break away, and it was a last. Karen Higginbotham was like, "Are you going?" I was like, "I'm going. I'm gonna go. I will go." And Marshall Charloff and the Purple Experience, uh, the amazing. Hey, Karen. Karen's here. Um, Karen's my buddy. We, yeah, we went to. Uh, we saw Marshall Charloff and the Purple Experience, and and, and right when they started. They opened up with controversy, which is kind of new in their mix because normally they always play. Um, they always open up with uptown, but they opened up with controversy, and I and there's video clips up there, and I like walked from where we were all the way up the hill, and <laughs> you can see in the video I'm walking all the way down, 
<laughs> to the beat. And to the beat, it's like, bang, 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 bang. And uh, yeah, Honey's in there too. Honey's the, Honey was there. Um, so we, um, so we're there, and I'm recording. And he knows that I'm and Marshall, and I have been friends for years. And um, he knows that I'm recording, but he calls, he, he calls people out. He says, "Everybody needs to put their phone down right now." And it's even in the video. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. And he just goes, especially that guy right there. And he points at me. <laughs> And I'm like, no pictures, please. So I, I was keeping, I kept the phone up for a little bit just because I was kind of waiting for the right moment to kind of pull it down. And then he looked, looked at me and he says, put the phone down, Chris. And he says it over the mic. And I'm like, are you serious right now? And I, I think the video ends right before he says my name. But it was funny because as I'm <laughs> As I'm walking back up the hill, I can already see my wife and Jaden looking at me, shaking their head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? Uh, it's insane. Uh, anyways, so it was fun because, man, they are so friggin' tight. I mean, yeah. they are so friggin' tight. I mean, the, the the band members of this of their band is just are just ridiculous. <laughs> it, they are so freaking good and so freaking tight, but they put on a phenomenal show. And, um, but they made me feel bad every single time I, I played. But what was interesting about this too, was that for those who don't know, this happened in stone mountain park. And so this is like a view or we got there early, really early. Uh, there was actually a reggae band that was actually playing not too long after I took this picture. But for those who don't know, stone mountain is a, Place of Ire in Georgia, I, I R E Ire. Uh, it really has some really hardcore mixed emotions because every single year they have a meeting to take down that memorial. This is like thousands of pounds of granite. It is like you can fit like I don't remember what the what the thing was. It's like. <laughs> I don't know it's yeah it's yeah it is ridiculous um but they had the soul fest here at stone mountain park and the naacp was really mad the atlanta chapter of the naacp i should be clear mm -hmm. uh they were really mad because it was held right there in front of all these confederate statues and, and memorials and whatnot uh, the quote was, it's an affront to all black attendees because of the park's celebration of the Confederacy. And again, for those who don't know, you can't really see it because they've let it start. They've let the engraving kind of deteriorate a little bit. They've kind of let the, the lichen, L-I-C-H-E-N, that's how you pronounce it, right? The algae yeah. and stuff just kind of go. And they yep. don't, yep. they, they don't. They're, they're not even bothering to pressure watch. They're like, <laughs> they're not going to invest money We're not gonna invest <laughs> keeping money that clean. <laughs> Because for those that aren't familiar with Stone Mountain, it's the engraving of Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, and Stonewall Jackson, who was the Confederacy president <laughs> and and two top generals. Now, keep in mind, I don't really care either way because no wars happened there. Although there is a jail that is still there on the property. You can take the train and you can see it. There's still a jail that, that they arrested soldiers and held him in that jail but no wars happened there no um 
and none of them, are, none of the, the three guys that are on the mountain are even from Georgia. But, and it was, this whole story behind it is that they actually put, um, it was actually done in the face of when they were trying, you know, to stop the segregating of, of schools. And the guy that was like, um, he was like the son of a Confederate. It wasn't even finished until 1972. It was like the son, I'm trying to remember, son of the Confederate something, something. And he put it up in like, as an affront to them, you know, desegregating schools. And it's like, wow, dude. Uh, so it, it's kind of, a, it kind of is a little bit of a slight. I will say that, you know, when they start, you know, tearing down statues and things like that, you know, in the, in the towns and stuff, when you see them like taking ropes and pulling down statues and stuff like that, I, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, because it's like you're trying to erase history. I realize that not all history is, is great. I get it. I, I, I get it. There's so much stuff in our history that is just, an abomination. I get it. But the, I mean, there are entire lineages that are attached to these people too, as shitty as those people were. And I just, I kind of feel like, you know, if it's a historical thing, you know, I, I just don't know. Well, and I'm, I'm like such mixed feelings about it. Cause that's I, a, that's I, a tough it, one for you. I, it, I get it. It's history. a tough one for everyone and it can go either way, no matter who you are, black, white, whatever race you are you can have mixed yeah. opinion but some of the arguments for it and some of the arguments against are a little ridiculous either way but yeah. you can't I, I don't know saying that lineage and all that i get you know i understand that but they've got other things that <laughs> are part of their lineage that this one thing is definitely not going to make you pe people forget who they are you know yeah. well but i think the issue isn't really about that the <clears throat> issue is still what does it really represent and what are they really celebrating? And that's the hardest part because there's going to be an argument back and forth and, and, and anyone, no one can really argue it unless you really study and went through the history books or what, or we're even there knowing what was happening. But then the issues of what things happened at stone mountain since then also hover over there as a dark cloud. So it's, it's more than just seeing them. It's the whole, that whole area. So yeah, I, I can see the mixed everything I, I, about Heidi, it. Heidi brings up a good point <clears throat> that Germany remembers its history without statues or memorials to the losers of World War II. Now, here's a question, too. Is there a statue of Hitler? I don't even know. Is there one? I'm, I'm sure there is somewhere, I, I but I remember seeing out. like a bust uh, like of his head. But I that's that's all that I ever remember seeing. So I guess it's a good point. There is no statues of Hitler. There's a statue uh, of his mustache hey. somewhere. And if it was there, of his what? Of his mustache just <laughs> somewhere floating. It's like, is that it's like one of those street things, the guys, every just time a pole and a little mustache by itself. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right. So, yeah, but they, they fight about this every single year, no matter who's in office. They fight about it every year. The Sons of Confederate Veterans and, of course, um, you know, activists, they, they literally have a meeting at the Stone Mountain Convention Center to decide what to do with that engraving on the mountain. And every single time it's on the news because it is a powder keg 
because there's a bunch of the sons of Confederate that are walking around with automatic rifles and like trying to be really intimidating. And they are intimidating. I mean, he's a big ass, you know, 250, 300 pound redneck dudes carrying around automatic rifles with cowboy hats on and stuff. Right. And this is like, and it's just as intimidating folks on the other side too. And it's like, man, this is just a powder keg waiting to happen and every year it nobody gets shot nobody dies a couple of fights break out yeah not Uh, yet that always happens that always happens a couple of fights break out but it's on the news every single year and i don't remember what the timing of it i want to say it happens in the fall but they always vote on it and um it's always i feel like i feel like they shouldn't be memorials of things that celebrate uh, uh, a lot of the the negative stuff that happened. We can acknowledge those things happened, but we don't need to glorify it. The problem is, is do you get into picking and choosing which things? Because pretty much everything needs to come down from everything, no matter what the subject is. And that, you know, again, it's a back and forth thing. It it bugs me to see this, this fight back and forth. Cause you know, it really, come on, come on. It's like, so when somebody asked me, um, and this is a tough, tough, tough topic as well. Somebody asked me if I had been out to the, um, uh, uh, what do they call it? See, I can't even say the word because my brain. When they want you to the where the slave, you know, the house, the homes, plantations. See, I can't even get the word out, man. Somebody, yeah, somebody's like, hey, you want you? Did you go see the plantation? And let me just tell you, I have no friggin' reason to go celebrate and visit a plantation they're still they're beautiful homes i mean there's a lot of things that are beautiful that i don't need to celebrate (laughs) that's but you know what i'm saying because it it already has that representation all right let's 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 break up some of this with with some humor okay um (laughs) i left xfinity comcast because i just got so tired of my bill being insanely expensive for cable yeah. I just said, I am just, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it because I had them for internet. I had them for cable. I had them for home phone. Even I don't even use a home phone, but I had to have it because of my security system. And I switched to AT&T. Ugh. It's been phenomenal where really? I'm at. Because oh, is it their fiber? We have five, yeah, we have fiber and ah. it's been phenomenal. Yeah. yeah okay. And then on top of that, uh, it came with direct TV for the cable. Now, the funny thing with DirecTV is, is that they show the commercials are different. So the timing of the commercials are different. So you see different things. And um, <clears throat> I apologize for those who are on uh, the funked up app right now, because this is going to be a little bit visual, although there is audio to this and you can listen closely and you can hear what what is being sung. But I was watching it. I was watching of all things, um, <laughs> speaking of plantations, I was watching Django, and <laughs> I just—I was that's what I was watching. It just see, it's just so serendipitous how these things just kind of just flow together like this. Um, anyways, I'm watching Django, and a commercial comes on, and I'm watching Django. This is like completely the antithesis of Django, but I'm playing Candy Crush, Candy Crush on my phone, watching Django because trying to fall asleep. And um uh this because I was like, 
I just was trying to fall asleep. I was like, I got to find something that will just, and obviously <laughs> a bunch of profanity and gunshots really didn't do much for me. To, but anyways, <laughs> uh, this commercial came on because I wasn't watching the, uh, anyways, this commercial came on and I was like, what am I listening to? And I looked up and what I, the visuals were even more disturbing than the commercial. And I, this commercial has apparently been out for, I guess a couple of years. I've never seen it. I've never heard anybody talk about it. And if anybody has talked about it, I missed it. <laughs> I have to show you guys this commercial. This is a, one of the funniest things I'd seen. And I said, I have to find this online. <laughs> I have to let people watch. Oh, gosh. So I'm going to show you this commercial and um, I'm just going to let you guys be totally blindsided by it. Like I was, and then, um, you know, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. It's a commercial by Gillette Venus. And uh, let me just share this for you. <laughs> Tutorials for the masses for doing brows and curling lashes. But influencers won't. Oops, sorry. Mention me. Is the word pubic blasphemy? And yeah, you could ask your mama. Who wants that kind of trauma? Ashamed of my pubic hair. I celebrate every hair down there. If it's shaved, it's waxed, or full of hair, it's my body and it's self care. Since history, there's been a stigma. See, if you say pubic, then you're dirty. Say pubic. But it's your choice and it's your voice. So away with that and let's make some noise. However, you can say pubic, pubic hair. See, the step one, then the step two. Venus has the tools so you can do you. <laughs> What just happened? That's exactly what happened to me. I was like, what is going on? Say pubic. Like, what happened? What did I just see? I'm not, I, I'm not I, sure. I waited for that commercial to come back on. I was like, I this commercial's got to come back on again, right? It may never come back. It was just for you. <laughs> so I looked. <laughs> so I looked it up on YouTube, and I was just like, "There it is. It's right there." And it's not like some random weird, you know, it, it's company. It's Gillette. <laughs> well, it's Gillette here's what you got to do. Please, please find the Spanish version. I just. <laughs> It was enough with the singing. And then when the rapping came in, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> rapping what? and singing about pubic hair. Just... <laughs> somebody, somebody said why they sound like TLC. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like, oh, my that God. It's kind of messed up. Atlanta said it sounds like a TLC song. <laughs> so if you guys want to watch that again. I don't want no pubes. Uh, pubes. <laughs> I don't want no pubes. The pubes are the thing that it's horrible. I don't know. Oh, uh, why couldn't they make that a metal a, I, a metal song or something? I gotta be. Anyways, yeah. So if you want to look up for it again, just go 
just go onto uh, YouTube and search for hashtag say pubic. Uh, make sure you do it from the incognito mode. <laughs> right. And don't do tell your kids to say pubic. Do it on private browsing. <laughs> say privates. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> private for pubic. Uh, anyways, yeah. So there's some of this stuff that's just it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I see some people saying that that Facebook is, but now what may end up happening there, and here's what I'll say, real real quick, is if there's something copyrighted with that, which I know that there is, uh, if Facebook starts getting cut off, uh, just head over to YouTube.com/slash/Funkatopia and you can continue watching us from there. YouTube doesn't do any of those copyright checks until the show's over, so. Uh, but that's the risk that you run, really, kind of. Um... Yeah, it, it's not frozen for me. Um, it, it was it looked like it was, but it's not frozen now. So, yeah, it's just anyway. All right. So. All right. Let's talk about uh, some news. I wanted to break up some. Of, I figured that is the perfect. That is the perfect mode break where you're just like, oh, here, we're getting too serious. Let's break it out. <laughs> I love it. Let's show our pubes. Let's say pubes. Yeah, we're going to, so hashtag say pubic uh, if you want to watch that again. I will um, not hashtag that for them. Yeah, but I will say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, so you can imagine what it was like for me. I'm, you know, I, everybody's sleeping. I'm sitting in the dark playing Candy Crush and all of a sudden I'm hearing this. I'm so like, what I want to know is, did you start bopping your head a little bit? Like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so I figured uh, it's somebody, everybody else has to experience that uh, for me. But um, anyways, all right. So let's talk about some news. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, Elena. Elena, I'm stop. Not, I'm not <laughs> posting that. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it for those who are listening. No. <laughs> Elena says, how to shave your raisin hole. I don't even know. Uh, she said, there's raisin hole tutorials as well. No? <laughs> okay. There are? There are? Um, okay. All right. So, in the news. Uh, Lizzo is in the news right now. And uh, normally we love uh, love us some Lizzo. She's uh, She is a technically... A prince protege prince brought her on um uh she was performing with a uh, all-girl group if i remember correctly and prince heard her do her thing and brought her on to perform on the third eye girl album plectrum electrum mm-hmm. and uh she actually does the little rap in the song boy trouble and that was actually really people's first foray into lizzo and then lizzo quickly caught the wave while she had it and then mm-hmm. she brought out her album and then she just ran with it and she's been doing nothing but successful things ever since. However, right now she's in trouble because she is being sued by three of her dancers. Mm. According to the reports, three of Lizzo's dancers, uh, former dancers, are suing the singer for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. The lawsuit was filed today. August 1st, and it accuses Lizzo of pressuring one of the dancers to touch a naked performer while they were at an Amsterdam club. Um, this doesn't, what I'm reading doesn't have it in here, but there was, it, the Amsterdam club was called something like bananarism or something like that. It was like, <laughs> just let you use your imagination. Hmm. Uh, but 
they were at this Amsterdam club where obviously there were strippers and she had pressured one of her dancers to touch a naked performer there at the Amsterdam club. She also allegedly sub subjected the dancers to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drunk on the job. Unfortunately, there's more. The backup dancers accused Lizzo, who's 35, of bringing attention to one of their dancers for gaining weight. What? Hmm. Lizzo is getting on the case of her dancers for gaining weight. That is her whole thing is being proud of who you are. Well, yes. However, that well, she hired them a certain way and there may be a contract yeah, because of the fact they're dancers for what she's yeah. doing. There could can be more not, to that. Can they not perform? I don't know. Anyways, there could be just uh, anyways. And then she also, she also allegedly fired the dancer for recording the meeting due to a health condition. I don't know what that means. Anyways, what? the suit was filed in Los Angeles <laughs> Superior Court and accuses the head of Lizzo's dance team of proselytizing was that what, i don't even know what it means Wait. to other performers um and deriding those who had premarital sex while sharing their sex fantasies focusing on oral sex and sharing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs what anyways in addition to the sexual har harassment and hostile work environment the filing brings claims for religious and racial harassment false imprisonment in interference with prospective economic advantage and more <laughs> No, it is what it is. You can't argue it. If if they're employed by her, there are still HR rules that apply. <laughs> I just it's weird, man. It's just it's just strange. Wild though, because you know Lizzo is just she. I mean, everything that we've ever seen is just kind of been crafting the. Yeah. You know, she she really crafts the, the the press to make her believe that she's just like you know this really open and. Well, apparently, apparently she's, she's really open. <laughs> we kind of like this is kind of like a little bit of an Ellen DeGeneres scenario where everybody's like, "Oh, Ellen, she's so amazing," and then you hear all these stories in the background that's like, "No, she's the devil." <laughs> right? Like, oh, sh really? Okay. Uh, so I guess we're gonna see how this shakes out. Well, I guess we'll just see how this shakes out. Yeah. The only of all of this, the only thing I'm intrigued by is firing a dancer for recording a meeting due to health conditions. I'm just trying oh, to figure out what kind of, kind of health condition. I can't remember stuff. I can't. So I'm going to record. It hurts when I hear you shout at me. I'm going to record it later and play it back. I, I can't I can't remember, so I'm going to record. <laughs> health condition. That's, that's, I mean, it could be. That's got to be it. That's ouch. <laughs> Elena well, says, I, that sucks for her. Um, to For that to come out. Um, I mean the the touching the person during uh the you know the touching a naked dancer. I again I just visualize that it's a part of the show and they're like stop just put your hands on don't be afraid you're a dancer just it doesn't matter you know or it could be everybody stop touch her yeah which one is it that's what I want it's, and it's not like it's not like Lizzo's material song wise is not like doesn't have a sexual slant to it and and just it's. So it's not like I it's not completely out of character for I guess I don't know. Right. To make somebody touch it, it's like, no, touch it, touch it. It's not a <laughs> banana, touch it. Touch it. But like I said, if it's you know, if you're if you're trying to 
coordinate and choreograph a move and somebody's afraid to get closer to somebody who's naked and they're supposed to be that's everyone else is doing it and that's a gray area where like how do you file a lawsuit because this is a part of the dance that you signed up for put your goddamn hands on her <laughs> or him i don't know i don't know who it's got to know man like i said it's creepy if she goes touch him yeah, <laughs> then then I could be like, ooh, touch him or you're fired. Touch him or you're fired. <laughs> but no one else is dancing. This is just about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is your new audition. But it's the waiter. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lauren says Lizzo means groper in French. Does it does really? It, does it? Does it, does it does it does it are you just saying that because that's what's happening here <laughs> that's not cool <laughs> all right all right let's get let's get let's get sad for a second I, yeah i just hope i hope that uh, all that works itself out as it's supposed to whatever direction it goes all right so we gotta take a step and back and down into the serious uh serious side here uh last week we lost Shanae O'Connor. Now, I actually, um, I posted on when when she passed away. I posted. I said she's a very polarizing figure in the Prince world, and a lot of people were like, "Well, what, what happened? What happened?" Um, and and she is very very polarizing to Prince fans for a lot of reason. Um, and according to, so here here's where the polarizing stuff happens. Obviously nobody really knew who Shanae O'Connor was. She broke onto the scene. Her, her debut, I actually knew who she was before Prince mm-hmm. and nothing compares to you because I was kind of part of that new wave type of weird scene with, you know, the cure and new order and all that stuff. And, you know, I had some friends that, that listened to that had her debut album, the lion and the Cobra which was a really good album. I like that album. It's really good. Um, and I was like, I kind of like her. She's got some really cool kind of funky songs on here. So this is good. I, I, I can do this. This is really cool. And then, of course, when she did the Prince song, I was like, oh, snap. This is great. With that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she killed it. I was like, yes, absolutely. And the video. Just sorry. That was it. Yeah. So it's just um, anyways, it's, it just says what it is. It was really, really good. The, the debut album and then of course this but then these stories started to come out mm-hmm. and of course stories that kind of changed a little bit they kind of give you an idea according to Shanae O'Connor Prince and this is a quote chastised her for swearing in interviews and uh also I harangued what's harangued uh why am I putting up putting words in the script that I don't even know how to pronounce uh, no. Uh, anyways, got on the his, her butler's case or his butler's case to serve her soup, though she repeatedly refused it, and sweetly suggested a pillow fight, only to go upstairs and grab a pillow that had something hard in it or whatever, and like you know, like <laughs> like, like a brick or something like heavy, and like anyways, That's after allegedly escaping the house on foot. Because Prince had invited her out to his mansion in Hollywood Hills in 1991 when nothing compares to you hit big. And then she apparently somehow escaped his foot in the middle of the night. And then Prince followed her in his car and chased her around the highway. And then 
It was just like, it was a whole thing. And so then in the mirror, which is a publication in 2017, she retold the story and then some details started changing. Mm -hmm. She said, he invited me to his house in Los Angeles and started to give, uh, started to give out to me for swearing in interviews. When I told him to go F himself, he got very upset and became quite threatening physically. I ended up having to escape. And then she later added, he can pack a punch. A few blows were exchanged. All I could do was spit. I spat on him quite a bit. I just think that that just that's a funny visual. Come I love, on. Come it's on. just a funny visual to me. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just Prince punching a girl and her spitting no. and, and the being yeah. it's like a yeah. violent confrontation that's just like so one-sided and weird. That's wild. Uh, it, just, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, she added, he was wanting me to be a protege of his and ordered that I don't swear in my interviews. I told him where he could go, basically saying, go to hell. And he went for me, whatever. Uh, he went upstairs and got a pillow, and there was something hard in the pillow. I ran out of his house, hiding behind a tree. Okay. Mm. So then, <clears throat> changed again. Then a later, in an interview with Piers Morgan, she said that he chased her with a skillet. So the story just kept changing. And anyways, um, and then O'Connor also said that he was into some pretty dark drugs at the time. Uh, I'm not the only one he went out. One of the girls in his band was in the hospital with broken ribs at the time. Okay. So there's like, there's like the story just keeps changing. Everything just keeps moving. And, and, um, and oh, uh, for those who don't know, Andy Khan rang a lengthy or aggressive speech for those who do not know andy khan that is my brother oh, okay my literal brother <laughs> my, like, my half brother on my on my father's side sweet hey oh so, what's up brother never met andy khan <laughs> oh yes and he's actually been in here quite a bit then awesome. for some reason i've never called i i i you know <laughs> for some reason i never i never uh <clears throat> but you guys will get a chance to meet Andy Andy because in November he's actually coming here uh to visit and he's gonna hang out. We're gonna go see the Marvels three in concert. Awesome. Uh so I may come on, you know, we may do a live and I may bring him on and uh you guys can meet my brother. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, anyways, thanks Andy for coming. Appreciate it. Look, he's he's supporting his brother. That's awesome. That's <laughs> it is, it's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, but anyways, going back to Shanae, it's obvious that she is a little antisocial. She she also called she also called you two terrorist. Bono mm -hmm. and the <laughs> she called him yeah. terrorist because of the fact they put their their album on iPads. Um and then of course she infamously ripped the photo of the Pope uh at the end of her appearance on Saturday Night Live. And it was, it's such an awkward moment to watch on TV when she rips that picture and she's like, she, I don't remember what she said, but then she rips it and she rips it again mm -hmm. and then she puts it down and you could tell she's really uncomfortable because like you could drop a pin in that audience. It's like, nobody is reacting at all. It's right. like. I don't right. know if, she, if it was playing in her head that she was going to rip the picture of the Pope and it was going to go, yay! Right, like there like was going to be like, this. <laughs> you're in like New York, which is like the central core 
of United States Catholicism. Catholicism, yeah, absolutely. It's like the the hub. Uh, but I mean, the whole point was, you know, she was obviously calling out the Pope for you know, and just all the whole Catholic Church because of all the the kid stuff. Um, but it did not translate well <laughs> on Saturday Night Live. Right. Ball plays, you know, maybe save it for uh, something else. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, she was protesting. You know, I mean. She's, she's allowed, allowed. <clears throat> and and now keep in mind here we are decades later and she she was right but again right. it was it was the audience it was the timing it was just well and also the extreme the extreme measures oh yeah. you know like she wasn't someone who just kind of said something you know what i mean it was that it was that make an explosion kick the door in make sure everybody knows she was yeah. very very vocal about her beliefs and whatever was going on. And I commend anyone who can do that, who's like that. I think that's a, it's a great thing. However, um, you have to know that it's going to come with you know, backlash and all the other things. So it is what it is. Yeah. It, and it's, it's, it's sad that she passed away though. Still, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, she's still a creative artist. And yeah. I, I hands down, loved her rendition of that song and to be honest with you i do not know many other sinead o'connor songs at all but i do know that that is one of the most beautiful songs and oh, so yeah, absolutely yeah. and it was kind of tough because of the fact that they actually did um they did a documentary and the documentary was called nothing compares but mm -hmm. the estate refused to let her use nothing compares to you in the documentary, they said, nope, you can't use it. Actually, it was Sharon Nelson. Mm -hmm. And she said, she flat out said, I didn't feel Sinead deserved to use the song my brother wrote in her documentary, so we declined. His version is the best. Mm -hmm. And that's how she left it. Didn't have, didn't make any notation about anything that she had said publicly about him in the press or anything like that, which I'm sure was at the core of it. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, she did, she did a great job on the song, but People only know Shanae, most people, a majority of people. Shanae is a great artist. Her music is, is really good. Uh, she's got a really distinct voice. I, I would tell people to check out her debut album, Lion and the Cobra, because it is a really good album. Uh, and, of course, that one, I Do Not Want Why I Do Not Have, or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, the one that Nothing Compares to You is on. Mm -hmm. Those are two really, really good albums, but people do the only the main two things that people know her uh, for is ripping up the picture of the Pope and Prince's song. Right. And that's that's the truth of it. If, unless you're into that type of music, that's just what it is. I mean, her her music, her version is very, very different. Yes, Elena says correct. Her rendition is haunting and ethereal. That's very too good. Um two good notations. Anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, another person that we lost is the one and only Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, um, Pee Wee was an amazing. I, I kind of feel bad that he got trapped into this character um, because mm -hmm. he kind of he kind of felt like he was forever trapped as being Pee Wee Herman. I mean, right. I <laughs> I remember first seeing him. Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. 
And at the time I was working at a movie theater and when that movie came out. So if I look to see when the release date of that movie was, that's when I was working in a movie theater in Atlanta. I was working at, well, I think it was AMC, I think. But one of the, the, the thing about it is uh, the advantages of working in a movie theater is that you can see movies whenever you want. You, know, you just say, hey, I'm going to go see this movie. I'm mm-hmm. off work. I'm going to go see this movie. I saw Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure probably about six times at the movie theater because I thought it was hilarious. The, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just the movie was so well made. Tim Burton did such an insane job with that movie. And uh, <clears throat> it was just hilarious. But um, he was also he did he did try to escape it um, a couple of times by you know doing other other jobs and stuff. It was, yeah. uh, he had, I, I can't yeah, remember what, what movies that he was in. Um, I know once I, you're fully typecast, it's a wrap. He was yeah. in, um, what the blues brothers, Batman returns. Oh yeah. I do remember um, that. I, that's right. That's what I was trying to remember. And, and, uh, Lisa said that I last saw him on what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he was in that series. I, I have not seen that series, but uh, Buffy, uh, the vampire slayer. I think he was he was he played role in that um yeah, so um yeah so he died just yesterday so this is this is pretty much brand new news uh the lizzo thing is brand new news too it happened today <laughs> too that we talked about uh but yeah so but a lot of people don't know this but Wee herman does actually have a pretty big prince connection for those who don't know <laughs> because prince um actually personally invited Pee Wee Herman to the Purple Rain premiere. And so that's the reason why at the Purple Rain premiere, when you see, when you see like the replays of stuff in MTV and he drives up in his little teeny car, he drives a little toy car that he was actually there. And not only that, but Prince asked Pee Wee to be Apollonia's date to the premiere of Purple Rain. So it was Pee Wee Herman and Apollonia and they became fast friends because obviously he wasn't in character the whole time uh, when he was, when he was, you know, with him. Uh, But, you know, Apollonia was sharing a bunch of stuff um, about, about Pee Wee and said, uh, I was crazy over Pee Wee, but so was Prince. She said, uh, Prince did the greatest imitation of Pee Wee for me. And we watched both Pee Wee Herman show and playhouse together and always would laugh so hard. Simple times, simple days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she said, Prince arranged for Pee Wee Herman to be my date to our Purple Rain premiere. My date. How cool was that? How cool is Prince? Happy anniversary to Pee Wee Herman. I guess that when she did this post, it was a, some type of anniversary. She said, Love you, Paul. Look at us. Oh, it was the 35th anniversary of the Purple Rain premiere. And then Pee Wee Herman replied right back at you, Apollonia. And um, so Apollonia says, look at us. Love you, Pee Wee. So they were really, really good friends. So Pee Wee did have a Prince connection and Prince loved Pee Wee Herman. Paul <laughs> Paul Rubens. Yes, Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Um, so that was um, pretty, it was, it was pretty, uh, he was older than I thought he was. Right. I did not know this. Yeah, he did. And for those who don't know, he passed away with cancer. Um, I didn't know that he was 70. Right. I thought that he was a little bit younger than that. I kind of thought maybe he's in his early sixties, maybe, but he was 70 years old and he privately, uh, was battling with cancer and, um, he finally gave in, um, and wasn't 
how long was it about three, four years ago? He did the Pee Wee comeback Broadway thing where he oh, uh, Broadway, he did Pee Wee on Broadway. It may have been longer than that. Maybe. Yeah. Five, I don't, I don't uh, remember. Yeah. I mean, I remember him doing it. I just don't remember when, but yeah. And he looked great then. He really did. So, I mean, he just, you know, he looked great for a thing. All right. Uh, so we still got a couple more morbid things to talk about. Um, so we'll go on to the next one because another person that passed away is, um, uh, oh, and didn't I put it? Oh, did not I put his thing in here? I didn't. Oh, shoot. That sucks. All right. So I messed up. Um, the other person that passed away recently was, um, I'm hoping that I just put him, um, put it out of order it somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I put it out of order, but I don't think I did. Uh, I think I just screwed up. Um, was Angus Cloud, who many may not know, but he was um, he played the part of Fez on Euphoria. Um, and I will pull up. I'm going to try to pull up his picture here real quick. Yeah, and, you did. Uh, you have it's here. It's in the uh, shared. It's a file. Let's see if I can do something. Okay. Here. Yeah. So. Angus Cloud played Fez on Euphoria. Um, he's also been doing modeling and stuff. You can see him modeling in for a camera. It's like a couple of different, um, couple of different other places or whatever. But uh, yeah, so Fez is is no longer, and uh, of course, my my daughter, my twenty year old, is a big fan of. Um, he was only twenty five years old. He was a big fan. She was a big fan of Euphoria, which is a, just a twisted, dark, crazy. If you have teenagers, do not watch Euphoria because it will give you nightmares, dude. To know that that kind of stuff goes on in that in this generation is insane. It is just, it is debaucherous. It is, it's, it's really disturbing. It is a really, really disturbing show. Uh, but anyways, so all that being said, um, it was just, it was just bad on all, all friends. Um, kind of bummed out really about it. To be totally honest. Um, because it was a really cool actor. Were you able to find a photo? I mean, I can, I can, I think I can pull it up if you can. Yeah, I, I got it. I just can't, uh, trying to get it to share. <laughs> I was trying not to miss anything at the same time. Yeah, no, I, I got, it. um, Oh, you got it. No, not up. I was just about to click on it because I want people to see it because you may need to see a visual of him to to know who he is because you may recognize him and you may say, oh, I've seen him before. I just didn't realize that was him. Um, oh, yeah, that's a that's a PNG file. Let me let me just share. There we go. Of course, you did it right when I did it. Here it comes. Uh, there he is. So that's um, that's Angus Cloud. Yeah. So he's been in a lot of different shows too. Um, it's just man and uh i can tell you that euphoria is a really really cool show it's a masterful this masterfully done it really gets you really intense i mean it it, it kind of has these intense moments you're like what just happened uh but yeah. yeah he was 25 and um people are saying that he over he intentionally overdosed uh, and committed suicide that's what they're saying that was what the rumor is i don't think there's been any specific cause but a lot of people are saying that uh, because his father had just passed away just recently and he has not been able to deal with it very, very well. Um, so he just kind of, um, well, you know, the wild thing is, um, from what I understand, <clears throat> that's his first acting gig too. He wasn't even 
he hadn't been doing this. This was his, he went for it and he got it. And that's what he's been growing on. Like that's, that's a killer talent for the role he's playing. So, oh, yeah. I mean, if that's he, true, I believe that. Amazing. Have you seen Euphoria? His character is phenomenal. I've seen, yeah, from uh, the pieces I've seen. I haven't seen oh. the whole show, but I've seen ah, a lot of slips. He has a fantastic job. Like Zendaya does too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Zendaya plays this strung out, strung out teen, and he's actually he plays uh, her drug dealer. And then he start, she starts to get really, really carried away, and then he just, um, it's just crazy. It's it's a crazy show, crazy, crazy show. Uh, so sorry, I missed that. All right, we both. Yeah, we just didn't. Uh, all right, let's do a couple of a couple of. Well, actually, I'm wondering if I should just miss this next one. Uh, I'll just do I'll just do a really really brief version of this. Uh, Travis Scott is in some more hot water. For those who don't know, Travis Scott released his brand new album Utopia that just came out uh, not too long ago. Unfortunately, he's got a big issue because all the stuff that happened at the Houston the Houston performance of Astro World were. 10 kids died from being trampled or crushed. Um, it was just a madhouse at this Astro World show. Um, and it's just a big, big, huge, huge mess. And um, I actually was going to share the slideshow from TMZ that kind of showed uh, all these people. But this is the biggest one was this nine-year-old uh, Ezra Blount, Blount who um, he was he was trampled at this at this show. Um you know, which is really just suck. It suck. Yeah. But anyway, so the uh, the attorneys kind of pushed this out, and the attorneys are complaining that, um, well, I'm sorry, Travis Scott's attorneys are complaining that the reason why the that Ezra Blount's family's attorneys released the information that they did now was so that they could affect their album sales of Utopia. Really. Like, uh, really? that's that's what you think is happening. That's what you think if is happening. Like, buy Utopia album, people are going to buy the Utopia album. They're, you know, it's if they like Travis Scott and they don't care about that, you know, right. that the, the two things are totally separate. It's just like that was an unfortunate event that that happened, but he's got to take responsibility for that. But your defense when when an attorney from a family that got their son their young son killed at your show when they present their evidence and what's happening you should show remorse your response should not be through your attorneys your response should be man the only reason why they did this is because they can affect the sales of my album man wow you got to be kidding me right now got to be you got to be kidding me right now and it wasn't just him here are other people that were also killed. John Hilgert, 14, killed. Barty Shahani, 22, killed. Brianna Rodriguez, 16. Jacob Jurinek, 20. Franco Patino, 21. Axel Avilla, 21. Rodolfo Pena, 23. Madison Dubisky, 23. Ezra, who we're looking at right here, 9. And another one, Danish Beg, 27. All killed at that Houston show. And... Mm -hmm. This person's attorney, Ezra's attorney, family attorney, <clears throat> is is they they finally got all, all the information together because it's quite lengthy because it's been an issue, and never Travis Scott's camp is like 
the only reason why they did this was because they wanted to mess up my sales. Oh my yeah, God, sucks. man, you are tone deaf, brother. <laughs> you are tone deaf. You are tone deaf. All right, let's lighten it up. Uh, let's lighten it up. I just kind of had to, let's just lighten it up because this is fun. Uh, this is really interesting. Are you guys, I, I really want to kind of get some response here. I mean, I know some of it, I probably could have broken up some of the, the morbid stuff a little bit better, but uh, are you guys cool with the way we're kind of doing free-for-alls right now? The way we've kind of been doing free-for-alls is we kind of let you ask questions and we kind of throw us things, but I, I, I like this kind of, you know, gives an opportunity for us to have a little bit of banter and kind of talk um, about topics. I mean, are you guys in, in this or not? I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I think yeah when, when we cut up <laughs> when we act a fool is that do we have permission <laughs> Hi, is, is, is this okay with you or are you guys you know having an issue or whatever um anyways I, you're I not gonna like throw your phones at us are you <laughs> no, we're gonna talk about that in a second here too but it wasn't a phone it wasn't a phone no no it, it wasn't, wasn't a phone. phone so we'll we'll we'll, we'll definitely talk about this in a minute mm-hmm. um yeah so anyways here's something funny Subway <laughs> apparently has a deal right now for one lucky winner anyways, that if you change your name to Subway, like legally change your first name, not your middle name, but your legally your first name to Subway, that you would get free sandwiches for life, which I think they said was $50,000 in subway gift cards <laughs> what not and hopefully hopefully not all at once and you chose the overtime option <laughs> like the lottery because <laughs> uh april did uh in all caps she may have been upset at me she said uh, that travis scott did offer to pay for all the funerals oh good all right so all i can say for travis scott is don't let those attorneys talk for you anymore Friends. Yeah, don't if, say stuff like that. Don't ever are, say stuff like that. Yeah, if you truly are, you know, definitely even if it's true, don't show say remorse, it. Just stop. Just stop. Just don't. I what about making your first name sub and the last name way? What would they <laughs> right, let me pull up let me pull up the details on this Mr. on the specifics of, of this subway thing here. Uh, Sir. This is a, yes, Subway will give out fifty thousand dollars in gift cards, and they'll even cover your even cover the legal fees associated with the name change. But it's not happening to anybody. It's saying uh, the sandwich chain announced that it would supply one Subway super fan, just one, with a lifetime supply of free subs if they agree to legally change their first name to Subway. In order to enter this, if anybody here is interested or if you're in earshot and you're like, I like Subway a lot, uh, you can do it between today, August 1st, and August 4th. I know why it was difficult to say there for a second. August 1st and August 4th. So to at, go to subwaynamechange.com. And if you agree to enter for a chance to win the subs, the winner will be chosen by random drawing on August 7th. And if your name is, if you are chosen, then they will pay for the process of you to legally change your name and you legally change your name. And then you get $50,000 in Subway gift cards, which you can then also um, 
then turn around and sell on those gift card sites <laughs> if you wanted to, right? You can right. just, you know, if you wanted to, you could turn around and sell those cards on those. Uh, yeah. So subwaynamechange.com. If that idea for some reason rings like that's something I want to do, uh, there you go. That's just, I'm sorry. I, I, Subway? Nah, I mean, I would, I would change my name to Firehouse, you know, <laughs> like firehouse you know well you know (laughs) it just doesn't ring for me (laughs) i've been intrigued to to visit a subway recently not because of this but because they're starting to do these ads on tv saying that they're no longer just you know pulling out these mystery packages of meat they're actually cutting the meat at subway now they're they're killing the cows out back is that what so they're, they're saying? At, so they're actually using deli slicers oh. with the meat like now they're actually doing that now okay. so is I it like a deli type of thing but here's the other thing is like what's the quality of that meat it's you know it's just i mean anyways they're actually you know i'm okay with subway sometimes i'm okay with it too yeah but uh, i've not i've yet to see them pull out a, a slicer i've only seen them open a little package and unwrap it and pull a little meat out which <laughs> it's just not you know all right let's Cubic. talk about this. Sorry, just <laughs> let's talk about this cardi b you guys have probably already heard this in the news cardi b <laughs> all right we got to share this because I, um i love it I okay love here's it. the thing for those uh i love this Aliyah shirt that's back there too. This is actually pretty funny. Um, anyways, um, Cardi B is performing and you know, I found really, really funny and I have not read like every single Twitter comment, but, um, the one thing that stuck out to me obviously was the vocals. Um, (laughs) she comes out singing and somebody throws a drink on her like splashes her whatever and she and she reacts by throwing her microphone at the person in the audience that's what you're about to see here but the first thing i saw of course after reacting seeing that i was like oh snap but then literally half a second after that i noticed her singing has not stopped she doesn't even have a microphone (laughs) That oh, the first thing that I noticed was like she's oh. thrown her mic, but her vocals are still loud and clear coming through the speakers. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. <laughs> I can't roll my eyes. So all right, so let's do this. Let's 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 watch what happens. That is ridiculous. Man, (laughs) ridiculous. It's first off, it's ridiculous. Like, even Millie Vanilli tried to hide it. (laughs) Millie tried to hide it a little bit. (laughs) She, she, Roger Clemens, that mic though, she was like, oh my God. I know you're talking about the lip sync, which is pretty funny, but she 
threw that mic. She didn't toss it at. She, she threw it. And she and was like, <laughs> like Elena has, like Elena said, uh, which is in the next. It's in the it's in the notes that she is facing possible battery charges now. Yes. Somebody did throw something at her, so that's technically a. But if if she did not hit the person that threw the drink. Uh, anyways, it is what it is, but that just goes to show, do not spend your money to go see Cardi B live. No, nah, no, nah, don't say that. That's don't not right. You want to see her walk around and, and, and lip sync to her music. That's messed up. I'm sorry. I Cardi B has got some great songs. I like listening to her. I like listening to her music. She's got some really, really good ones, man. That one, um, that one that she did, what's the uh, one that she did? Uh, she's I like it like that. That that redo of that song is just amazing. But I just, well, I you know, we are money to see some would see a, somebody perform and they come out and they lip sync. That is, that's a travesty. I mean, there's a lot of artists that are doing that still. So, I, and, and if I if I know that they do it, I will not go and see them. I will not spend money to yeah. go. See them. Yeah, it, it sucks when that so, happens. Don't listen to me. You like Cardi B and you want to go see her walk around and lip sync? Go for no, it. I, I get it. It sucks when it happens, it. but it's bull crap. It's yeah. bull crap. Yeah, we're paying money not- to come see you sing. You need to sing. No, that's it. And don't get up sta- on stage, realize you can't hit a note and say, sing to the audience. You sing it. <laughs> just <Yeah>. get- <laughs> now, in, in my defense, I, in that, not that I have to defend myself, but I've done that before where I've sang, I, we had to do shows and I we did like four nights in a row. And it was, just, we were performing in, um, in one of the places that we had performed, we did, um, it was a really, really smoky bar. So I had to sing in the smoky bar and man, my voice was shot, but I was still able to sing the next night. But we, you, you get to those songs where you're like singing, like we, we did a cover of uh, Chicago's 25 or 64. Mm. And there's just some notes in there where it's just like, you know, if you see the audience singing, it's just like, you do it, <laughs> please. <laughs> and I've seen, matter of fact, when I saw King's X, I, I love King's X. Mm-hmm. King's X is a great rock and roll band. And I just got done seeing them just a, a few weeks ago, right? And um, I guess Doug Pinnock, who's the lead singer of that, cannot hit some of those notes that he does anymore. So mm. they they were doing songs, and he just let the audience sing it because he was just it was just too much. Um, I I don't think I don't see anything wrong with that. I I think the experience of that is cool. Yeah, so, and it's, it's okay, but because he was singing a majority of the show, right? And he was actually singing a majority of the show, even though he was vocally, he's old, he's old, he's old, he's old, he's, old. Yeah, he's like 80, I think. He's like 80 now. He's old. Is that what you dude? Man, he's that's freaking old for a rock and roller. Are you kidding me? Yeah, holy yeah. crap. That's like Aerosmith is coming into town, they're on, they're doing this final tour here, and I'm just like. I, wow. I feel like I got to go see him, but I'm not spending $500 to sit in the nosebleeds. I, I want to see Aerosmith do their thing, but I'm not doing that, knowing that he's not going to be really at the top of his game. But right. anyways, um, yeah, the, the the fact of the matter is, is that you would never caught 
Prince doing that stuff. Yeah. Never. No. Matter of fact, he fought to the nail to when they when he started having issues with some of the the lyrics and stuff because he's got like hundreds if not he's got thousands of songs right remembering which hundreds yeah. hundreds of songs that he has to remember lyrics to and i i still hear live shows that he he did and, and he he messed up the lyrics um because you like it off well. you go, that's not what that's not the but he figures out ways to play it off Right. But he fought tooth and nail for the teleprompters because they were just like, you, you want, you need to probably start using teleprompters. And he finally gave in and started doing that. I guess it was, I think the first time I saw him do teleprompters was probably the musicology tour was probably mm. the first time that I saw him use teleprompters. Um, but those are like, you know, I have no problem with teleprompters oh, either. Yeah, teleprompters. I don't have a problem with, right? I, I don't have issues with teleprompters, but right. I do have, Problem with lip syncing. I have a problem with lip syncing. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? Because even if and we know how the industry is, we know how people are, but even if you're not at the top of your game vocally for whatever reason, maybe you never were, or maybe you just been doing so many shows, the audience are gonna feel your performance and they're your fans. If you're not really gonna sing at all at your shows, that that is a problem. As yeah. Well. Um, but if you're gonna throw a mic, make sure you hit your target. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's it, make sure you, make sure I, it counts. If you're hey, gonna so if you're gonna get the battery, <laughs> now now for you idiot fans who keep wanting to throw stuff, I'm sorry, I'm calling you an idiot fan. You don't have to like me for it. But if no. you want to keep throwing stuff on stage, this is what's gonna start happening back. I like it. I want. I think the artists. In fact, the artists should keep. A pillow with something hard in it <laughs> that they don't have to know what it is like Sinead and Prince had, you know, keep it and start whacking people with a pillow with something hard in it. Like, you know, rock hard in a funky place. <laughs> All right. So special guest on Funkatopia next week, Cardi B. No. Yeah. If she wants to come on the show and cuss me out, she absolutely positively can, but it'd be awesome I, to have Cardi I, B I, on the show and just have her cuss me out. Sure. I'm, started, I'm scared. I'm scared of her, man. She is. She's ruthless. I've seen her go at, interviewers who ticked her off and it's not pretty it's you she is fire yeah she's a she speaks her mind though she says what she feels and uh, she's yeah she's 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 very yeah anyways ratchet firecracker (laughs) ratchet you said ratchet (laughs) amen uh yeah i'm i'm gonna i am gonna skip that one um just for time. Um, and I don't want to go dark again. <laughs> I just don't want to go dark again. Uh, I'm going to pull this up because now we got a couple of items here that uh, are, I bet you didn't know this items. And I think these are funny because every now and then I see something on, uh, I'm trying to copy this freaking thing. Cause I, I'm again, trying to not open up too many tabs. So we don't have issues. But somebody shared this and I kind of freaked out because I didn't know that this happened either. Apparently, you know, most people think that um, most people think that crabs just walk in the bottom of the ocean. And that's really all that they do. <laughs> Apparently, they do a little bit more than that. If you really paid attention, because you never noticed that a crab's back legs are flat. Well, apparently, lucky enough for us 
somebody caught this on video and I want to share it for you so your mind can be blown just like mine was. Watch this crab do what all crabs do. Mind blown. <laughs> I'll come put the sound. <laughs> but they use their back legs to swim just like fishes. Kick, Timmy, kick. <laughs> He's going too. I've never seen this. I always thought that's what crabs do. They just kind of go on the bottom. Of the, and I thought they used just for digging or whatever. But no, they use it to. That looks like alien, man. It looks like the alien face. <laughs> it's like coming at you like. Argh. You know what's really cool? Just before he took off, you saw him raise his landing gear. Did you see yeah. that? <laughs> he raised his landing gear. There he goes. He goes. And then he takes off. <laughs> It's just it's just crazy to me that this is what crabs do. I don't understand. For those awesome. listening on the Funk Up app, what they do is is they run along and then they use those back legs that are flat to move them very very rapidly, yeah. so that they can just raise up and then just swim like and fish. The tiny legs they're steering with. They're using them as rudders. I want, <laughs> now that watch the little legs. See the tiny legs are coming out, and he's like, okay, balance, balance. <laughs> I want to. See, that's not scary up until he takes his front his uh front claws and can reach out and grab while he's flying. Then I'm then I'm nervous. But if he has the fly holding his own face, I'm okay with that. It's just amazing to me. I just it's I I, I literally can sit this and watch this in rotation. Like for if I did, like the first time I saw this, like you guys, I'm like was watching it for like two minutes straight of this 20 second rotation. And I'm like, I, I just I've never seen this, but it's it's crazy. He raised his landing gear. Isn't that just crazy? Anyways. Took off. I bet you guys didn't know that. <laughs> Maybe there are some people uh, that uh... <laughs> Lawrence said computer generated. My computer cousin generated. Uh, no, it's it's actually, and I actually did find another video. I said, I gotta look this up. And yes, it, it does actually. It's, it's not. A... That's so that's so weird, man. It is. It's it's definitely weird. <laughs> <laughs> I get I think it would really be freaky if they weren't in water. That's that's where I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And so here's another one, uh not quite near as fun as a uh flying crab, but uh this one is uh showcasing something that maybe we've never used before, which is the nail clippers. Uh I don't know if you guys know this or not. Obviously, we all know that you can use nail clippers and then you can flip the, the thing around and put it, you know, put the lever that you normally press when you're clipping your nails flat down. Right. But did you know, and maybe you did, I don't know, <laughs> that it actually has a safety mode on it where you can, and I don't know if there's any, but you can basically press it down and then slide it so that the nail clippers stay closed. <laughs> Did you know what? That nail clippers had a safety mode on them. So yeah, you can't, it, it's not just you, you. We obviously knew that you could flip it around to keep the, to put the lever flat. But, and then if you then use your thumb to push that lever forward, huh. it locks the claws shut. So that, so that you don't cut yourself or whatever. I don't know why. <laughs> But this is obviously a thing. And um, anyways, uh, didn't know that you could tell that when I'm on my lunch break, <laughs> like 
find uh, all kinds of craziness. And uh, anyways, <laughs> so those are our two fun uh, things for the um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyway, so we're going to actually probably end on time tonight, but I do have one more announcement before you guys go. Uh, next week, as I said, if you are in Atlanta, you may want to check out George Clinton in Parliament Funkadelic. They are actually playing in Atlanta. Uh, there are some tickets still available. Our good friend uh, Garrett Scheider is uh, in uh, is actually going to be, who is the son of Gary Scheider, Diaper Man, aka Diaper Man. A good friend of Funkatopia. You've seen him on uh, the Funk to Funk broadcast that we've done. We've also did a broadcast with him. Also, Danny Bedrosian mm. is also in Parliament Funkadelic, who is the keyboardist for Parliament Funkadelic. He's the only white guy on the stage. <laughs> he, uh, he actually does. Actually, that's not true. There's actually a, a second one that kind of does percussion every now and then. Uh, but Danny Bedrosian is releasing a book about Parliament Funkadelic, very, very similar to Dwayne Tudor's book, where he covers every single song that Parliament Funkadelic has ever done and who was in the studio, who recorded it, and who was on the track, which seems like an insane, massive undertaking considering how huge Parliament Funkadelic is. And it's the official canon of the of Parliament Funkadelic as well. So you need to look that up. What's really, really cool about this, Jeff Page, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but when Danny Bedrosian again, keyboardist for Parliament Funkadelic, was on the show. Mm -hmm. He told us that he was writing this book. I was just going to say that. He told us that he was writing this book, but he could not find a publisher. And I said, you need to go to Roman and Littleton, who is the one that does Dwayne Tudal's book, because right. they have obviously seen, there's a net, uh, they have obviously seen that that type of book is in high demand. They've had nothing but just amazing results with Dwayne Tudor, both uh, Dwayne Tudor's books. And he went to them and they got it. That ah. is the publisher for the parliament for that book. So this is going to be insane. It's going to be so, so amazing to, to see that book. But anyways, if you are not in Atlanta and you want to, because I was going to go to the show and then what ended up happening was, is that I've been trying to get this person on the show for a little bit. And, um, uh, he agreed to come on and it was just happened to be that Tuesday, which is next Tuesday, August 8th. And he's going to be on the show here live doing an interview and you are hearing it here for the first time. I'll put it up on Facebook, uh, obviously some point tomorrow, but for you fine folks here next week, I will have the amazing Mick Murphy right yes. here in studio for those who don't know Mick Murphy. you. <laughs> Uh, in my system, system. yes, <laughs> Mick Murphy, singer from the legendary yes. The System, is going to Man. be here on the show. Now, here's and I and let me let me look this up because I also want to um get all the names because there was a couple people in this band that I I don't know that I was totally familiar with. Um, and I want to make sure that I pull it up here because I want to make sure that I get all the names on this. Um, I can't uh, believe that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So Mick Murphy is going to be on the show next Tuesday. And he is also part of a group called that I had not heard of until last week or actually a couple of weeks ago called the Mighty Soulmates. 
and they have, and I don't know why it missed it. Many of you may have heard Mighty Soulmates. I did not know. It was totally blindsided by it. It is a super group. And the Mighty Soulmates consist of Mick Murphy, get this, St. Paul Peterson on keyboards. <laughs> Andre Simone is also a bass player in this band. What? Of course, you got Mick Murphy uh, from, from the system and of SAS also. Gardner Cole, who is a writer, producer, and musician, probably best known for his work with Madonna. And this is like this ridiculous supergroup. And they've had a volume one, and they just released, literally just released volume two. And I've, volume two is not new. I think it was like the, they had a bunch of tracks, kind of like where you're doing with your album. They had a bunch of tracks, and they released volume one and then they got the other songs and then they made volume two but there are two volumes to this mighty soulmates the supergroup with andre wow. simone saint paul peterson mick murphy and gardner cole that's awesome which is just ridiculous yeah and uh you can actually listen to the mighty soulmates on spotify um both i think both volumes are on spotify so if you want to take a listen um but you know how we are about spotify it's cool to listen but if you like it please go out and buy it, buy to it. support the musician yep. go and buy it on amazon and you know, please do that because it it helps support uh the artist for sure uh because they don't get jack for that uh, but mick murphy next week y'all next week y'all Yes. We're going to talk about this stuff too. We're going to talk about the system. We're going to talk about um, the mighty soulmates and, and just so you know, not saying anything. I'm just kind of putting it out there that there might, might possibly be some special guests that drop in during the process. <laughs> just kind of saying that might happen. Maybe just possibly. Maybe one, of the, one of, maybe one of the names that I just rambled off, like I mean, you never know. Maybe David Frank from the system. Maybe he might drop in. I mean, maybe, Paul, maybe Andre. Who knows? Hey, who, who knows? knows? Might hey. just drop in. You don't. Yeah, know. It could happen. You know. It could you happen. Know. I mean, all these people. Uh, Andre's been on the show before. Andre Simone's been on the show before. So is Paul. Paul's been on the show a few times. You know, who's to say? You know. This this the craziness about this that I love so much is when you were when these songs were out and you know remembering singing them and loving the songs and loving these artists and they they were your heroes and they were the ones you, oh I love this song and you were always singing it and always doing it and now to be sitting down having conversation with them like talking about that and you're just like I, I you know <laughs> all of them yeah every every time it happens I'm always like I can't. It doesn't even make sense to me. Andre Simone, come on. Come yeah. on. I mean, don't you know? disturb this group. And just, I mean, yeah, Andre Simone's just been, you know, he's just a legend. I mean, he's going to have Prince stories galore. But yeah, even right. if Andre did come on the show, um, we would, that's not what we'd be talking about. I mean, there may be, you know, but I, I we're nobody special guest wise is confirmed, just so we're clear. It's Mick Murphy. If somebody, if, right. Just there, I, I've been talking to folks. So, We'll see what happens. It yeah. could possibly be. For right now, just be excited about Mick Murphy. Man, dude, the system is in the house. Are you serious right now? Right? Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Same, man. That's, yeah. that's good enough. 
Yeah, man. So tune in next week, same time, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mick Murphy is going to be here. The system, the mighty soulmates. Be sure you beef up on your system. Go back and listen to the Pleasure Seekers and all those great albums. They had seven albums, I think. Um, and then uh, the mighty soulmates. Definitely want to check that out. That's on Spotify, too. We got two albums out. The volume two just came out. So it is going to be amazing. So you guys heard it here first. Nobody else has heard about Mick Murphy. The only people that knew that Mick Murphy was coming on before we did this show was Jeff Page, who I told as we were going on air, <laughs> Paul Peterson and Mick Murphy. <laughs> That's it. I, I made sure I didn't tell anybody else. Um but that's the song right there. Don't disturb this groove. That is it. Yeah, don't yes. just that. Yes. Man. I'm so excited. I'm uh, I've like been binging on uh, old system records. Um because that the pleasure seekers was like in rotation back in uh, back in the day. Heck yeah. I mean, and don't disturb this groove and and now and Even I'm gonna this talk day, to him about that... this too. I'm gonna talk to him about this too because I have a jam session that Prince did before a show when he was playing um you are in my system when I mean, he was playing this he was playing he, he was playing that song but he was doing a jam and i think the jam just ended up becoming that he was just like oh this is you are in my system and he started jamming on it mm-hmm. i'm going to find that clip and i'm going to play it for him and just i don't even know if he's even heard it but um, you know don't disturb this groove is one of the very few songs that no matter when it comes on, I can't skip it. There are some songs that even though you love them and you listen to them all the way through a lot of times, sometimes you can skip it. Don't disturb this groove. Never. I've never skipped that song. If I've, if it started in one of my um, playlists or anything, I can't skip it. It's that good a song to me. He's just, they, I mean, him and Frank are just like the two, I mean, they're legendary. It's they're yeah. such good songwriters and they there's such a flow. And it's just, I mean, David Frank just has this really amazing flow with his music and then that voice, mixed voice. I mean, come on. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna have him on next week and then they're gonna have a lot of fun today. Thank you guys so so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Mr. Christopher, my co-host Jeff Page over there. Here. And uh <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for hanging out with us. Hope yeah, you enjoyed the show. Free yeah, for all. Enjoyed, Joe. It was a little bit of free for all. The only reason why uh, I was going to take everybody was like, oh, I thought I thought you were going to take the week off or whatever. And I, and I was going to, but there was like a lot of stuff going on. I was just like, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this Cardi B thing. We got to talk about Shanae. We got to talk about Pee Wee. You know, we got to, it's just, there's so much stuff oh, that what? we just needed. Yeah. We got to talk about flying crabs. We, we had to talk about all this stuff. It was just, it's, it was just too much, too much stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to make sure, Cammy. I'll make sure that I, I get out of this package over the next couple of days. I've got it sitting over here. I just need to just throw some posts on it and send it to you. <laughs> but uh, anyways, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. And uh, we will talk to you guys. Next. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Heidi. That's an amazing suggestion. Everybody join the Patreon group so that you can get a preview of Jeff Page new music. There it is. Because Boom. <laughs> That's, I mean, because if, for those who just missed it or tuned in late, we have a special scenario where Jeff is going to be showcasing his brand new album um, on 
Patreon before it actually gets released. And that's patreon.com slash Funkatopia. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Funkatopia. F-U-N-K-A-T-O-P-I-A. I've got to put the emphasis on that. Got to get that A in there. Got to get that A in there. Um, and now, oh, now there's a there's some new website. Not a new website, but this new company that's calling themselves Funktopia. They're like some type of, I don't even know what they do. Like some type of entertainment news or something. They're doing really? something. And they're coming pretty, they're coming out pretty hard, but it's like, all right, you can come out pretty hard, but can you keep doing it? That's the no, thing. That sucks that they're I've doing that. People come and go. Uh, I've seen lots of, lots of people come out and you're like, oh, this is going to be. Just get that cease and desist ready. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. We'll, we'll see what the logo happens. We'll logo right? Happens. <laughs> you're just trying to affect this. You're just trying to affect the sales of Jeff Page's albums. That's what right? you're trying to do. Slow down, guys. Slow your roll. <laughs> you're only coming out because you're wanting to affect his album sales. That's what you're the only doing. reason they're coming out. <laughs> Big dummies. All right. We'll see you guys next week with Mick Murphy from the System and the Mighty Soulmates. Please make sure you go check that out. Paul Peterson and Andre Simone. Are you serious? This is a super group. How do we not? How did this not get on anybody's radar? I don't understand. I don't understand. All right. Good night, everyone. We are not affiliated with anything. Mama! <laughs> the opinion is expressed. <laughs>